Hello and welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition. Oh, hey! Hey, hey! Surprise! Surprise! Oh, that is the in. most terrifying thing that's happened today. Rude. <laughs> well, that's the worst thing that happened to you today. I'm, I'm sure your day's gone pretty good. I also You're doing pretty good, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to the FSF Popcast Live Edition, the only show where Stan Lee has still never made a cameo. <laughs> what? He's still dead, too Tim. soon? Is it still too soon? He's dead, Tim. Like he oh. didn't know that, Nick. So you're, what you're saying is the chances of us getting a cameo from him is going to be slim to none. I mean, do they have... Uh... Can we, You think we can Tupac him in, you know, doing like one of those hologram things? Or... I mean, there's uh, deep fakes now, so you could totally just absolutely. I mean, his, come on, they a made a picture of his face. Thing. We can we can figure out how to CGI Stanley, right? We have the budget for that. <laughs> sure, yeah, we'll get right on that. All right, well, well, let's get to the stuff we need to get to before we bring our before we bring our guests in. Before we get into tonight's show, we need to say our thanks to our show partners, Level Up Savers. Oh, that beautiful nerd footage. Okay. to charge mine anyway you, know, you guys know the drill I, it's in the comments well not yet because i was too busy playing with my lightsaber <laughs> okay well the... when tim decides to start <laughs> to stop playing with his toys and well I, I was even gonna come in with like the lights off behind me and everything but the switch is way over there and i'm lazy well, um, i mean you could just like kick yourself backward and roll in your chair but then you run the risk of like your chair tipping over and it coming back from the video and tim's just on the floor with his feet kicking Turtle yeah. on Proof that Pretty Tim sure does not have the force yet. No, no, Tim does not have the force. There are so <laughs> many things Tim would get in trouble for if he did have the force. Uh, so in all honesty, it's probably much better for all of us, mo mostly me, um, that I don't have the force. <laughs> I think there was a meme somewhere on our page at one point that said something like, if I had the force, I would use it inappropriately. Oh, 100,000%. 100, but yeah, there's there it is. There's the link. Finally, I put down my sword. I pulled up the link. There it is. That's the link to Level Up Savers, a wonderful company. Master Allen, uh, we do a lot of work with him. And the, I tell you what, um, well, he just posted a, a a reel or a TikTok or whatever variation you view it on of him proving again the durability of these blades. He's backing over them with his car. I think he went over at top of it like six or seven times, just bam, 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 right back and forth. So yeah. Uh, definitely uh, worth you guys checking out. And uh, of course, you buying a saber from them helps our show continue to grow. And speaking of continuing to grow, uh, one of the new things that we've been we've been working on is a way for us to not only have allow you guys a way to help us, but a way for it to be good for you as well. And so we worked up some different memberships on our buy me a coffee page. We revitalized that 
And that new link down there takes you to uh, this page, which if I can ever get this stupid StreamYard to work, it's going to it's gonna look really nice. But, you know, then again, it's StreamYard. I'm getting there. I promise. Ooh. So uh, later too, but there it is. Look at my coaster. But anyway, so here here they are. We have three different membership uh, amounts, but that link there to buy me a coffee for the FSF podcast membership will take you in and it'll show you uh, these three things here real quick. These are our different levels. There's the brood cup level at two dollars. There's the espresso your thanks. We're real ingenious here. Espresso your thanks for five dollars, and then thanks a latte at ten dollars now in each one of those things there are things that you get as a return for our thank you for you giving us your hard-earned money if you give us two dollars a month uh you get a discount code to use in in our merch store which will allow you to get uh, i think it's 25 percent off it's either 20 or 25 percent off uh one of your purchases so that's here at the two dollar level at the $5 level, the Espresso Your Thanks, you get the merch code and you get a sticker pack, a nerdy, a nerdy fun sticker pack uh, upon your first month of signing up and the one year anniversary or the yearly anniversary of you signing up every year when that comes around. So you'll get uh, at least one sticker pack a year from us at the $5 level. And then at the Thanks a Latte $10 package, you have the opportunity to have the code, the stickers, and you get, well, the creme de la creme. You get the opportunity to make us watch us make fools of ourselves out of ourselves because all the things that we do on a live show that we can't edit out. John, our editor, and Nick, our other who also edits, uh, they take a lot of time to, you know, make sure that that uh, the all the ums, the ahs, and the times of Tim blowing raspberries into his microphone because he sounds like an idiot uh, is taken out of that broadcast. There is a lot of those. There's a tremendous amount of those. It's kind of scary at times. But anyway, those those are there uh, for you guys. If if you guys take a look at those and you think that, uh, you know, there's there's something different that you'd rather see in those amounts, uh, you know, at those different levels, let us know. And, you know, we can we can look at it and see what we can do because we want this to be good for you guys as well. We want this to be something that you guys want to contribute to because you feel like you're getting your value, your money worth, not just, you know, uh, contributing. I was so. just thinking we should totally Yodaize those and be like, uh, cup of cup cup of brew or or I forget the names of our levels. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think too that with that, and I'm saying this without talking to anybody else about it, when you sign up, we will then do a thank you shout out on the live, which may or may not involved doing it in random voices or singing a song. Mm, thank you. Mm. Yeah, that's about as close we're going to get to. So, yeah, and here's John saying, I have so many hours of you guys messing things up. I could almost make something that rivals Return to the King with it all. Oh, God, that scares me. Wait, theatrical or extended, John? This is important information. It doesn't matter. Either way, we're screwed. But, yeah. I would like um, to say that it's an even one-third split between all of us but i don't think it is no it's it's uh two-thirds me the other third is you guys it's two-thirds, <laughs> me. It's two-thirds. I, I know that for sure 
but yeah, so take a look at those things. And if, you know, if you guys would like to, to, you know, contribute, you can do a one-time contribution on buy me a coffee, or of course you can sign up and get some loot back in return. So we'd love to be able to make sure that you guys get your loot back. So loot back. back. That's right. I don't know why that sounds funny to me. That crap. It's, it's yeah, it's the extended version. Okay. So that's why I was like, I don't know why you're asking. I know what it is. I'm not married to the men. <laughs> All right. You said you had one thing you wanted to bring up real quick. And I, I cut you off to continue to no, talk okay. about. You were, I, I was just going with the, you were stumbling and stalling and I was going to show this off. I'm going to do a product spotlight next week, but look at how cool this is. It could be worse. It could be worse. Slate coaster though. That is cool. And also. It really cracks me up that I have the coaster that says it could be worse right next to the box that says everything will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need some better motivation over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do I hear? Are those Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm dog watching. So the awesome. dogs okay. are playing with their toys in the other room. That's all right. That's what I thought I heard. I'm like, now that we know what it is, it's fine. All right, very good. It's not your squeaky office chair this week, so it's fine. It's not even my office chair. Well, that's true. <laughs> All right, so we've got one of our two guests in the back room. Let's go ahead and introduce the one, and we'll introduce. All right. We'll introduce, we'll introduce the other when he gets here. Okay, so I'm guessing it's Chris from the Following Films podcast, or from Following Films. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, well, from Following Films. Anyone that he says that we should watch because he's got a pretty good show. So oh, here okay. he comes. Hey, Chris. Hello. How's everybody doing? So far, so good. Well, we're here Excellent. somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're excited to have you on here. So uh, before um, we're, we're waiting for Roe to get here, so we, we have, we'll have a minute or two. Take a moment. Tell everybody about your show and what's going on with it and why they should be checking out Following Films. Um, following Films podcast, it's an interview based podcast where I have on uh, different people that work in independent film. So actors, directors, producers, writers, occasionally I'll have somebody, uh, another podcaster come on, but mostly it's people that are directly involved in films themselves. Um, I would say the reason you should listen is for a recommendation for something that you might miss. These are usually really pretty small films that might go underneath the radar. Um, like this week I had Leah Thompson on the show. And she was, we were just talking about a film that she did called 10 Tricks, and she's never done an interview about that film before. And it's a really cool, cool little film that you can find on Fandor, and it was just something that was uh, kind of fun to talk to her about outside of the normal things that she would get asked about. So, awesome. All right. Very cool. All right. Um, and uh, where can people find your? your awesomeness oh. at where's, where's the best place you'd like them to go look if you go to followingfilms.com that has all the different links to it i also do occasional uh film reviews where i write them up and post film news there that kind of stuff and also host the podcast there so yeah go to followingfilms.com keeps it easy but pretty much anywhere you're listening to podcasts it'll be there also awesome. okay very cool that sounds good uh i tell you what since we're um we're going to be waiting a couple minutes for roll. Let's not just jump it right into our topics, but um, let's let's play the first uh, uh, trailer that we have, and we'll do the other one at the end for for this past Friday's uh, interview. Pushing things up and confusing us. 
Yeah, switching them up a little bit, but hey, it's good. It's all good. So last Friday, our guest was a band from our great state of Michigan, the Accidentals. We talk about music, food, if Star Wars is sci-fi or fantasy, and a bunch of other fun stuff. Hi, this is Sev, Katie, and Michael. And we're the Accidentals. And you're listening to the FSF Popcast. Your home for the all nerdy, no dirty interviews with people in our sci-fi and pop culture world. I have to say it took them more tries than you'd like to think to get the intro right. No, I, I am well too aware of it. It's the most difficult part of my show is recording the one minute intro to it. Yeah, I probably word? spend 30 minutes on that thing. Every oh, jeez, yeah. So. It's, it's a nightmare. I hate it. So. It's brutal. All right, but guys, that interview is still up on our YouTube channel, and please do not forget to click like and subscribe when you watch our videos. We love you. We need the love back. They were an awesome band. I got to see them live yeah. when they were here in Michigan. Uh, well, I think one of my favorite songs from them is Michigan and Again. Yeah, it just easy. has that really catchy tune, and it's like, it gives you that sense of longing for Michigan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that one. I like uh, Mangrove. I like, um, um, I think it's called KW or something like that. I'd have to look it back up, but it, it's a really cool. They've got a really cool sound. I love the fact that they can go from having like violins and mandolins over here to electric, electric guitar, bass and drums over here. And they kind of just kind of float all over the place. And uh, their latest album, which is called reimagined they did with the Kaboom collective, which is a 35 piece orchestra. And so if you love like orchestrated music, or if you're a fan, you like, if you like Metallica's S and M clearly, this isn't the heavy metal version of this type of stuff, but, <laughs> but that, that orchestrated side adds a lot to the music just to, like it did with Metallica's S and M. And it's, it's a really cool version uh, of all of that. Um, so <laughs> well, that tells you who the next guest is. So it will be, it will be Roe from the Scarif uh, Scuttlebutt podcast, but, uh, but yeah, he's going to join in as soon as he gets here. We're not, don't worry about, about it, man. We're not, you're not jamming up anything. We're doing just fine here. But uh, yeah, um, so let's go ahead and we'll go ahead and play the other the other uh, trailer right now too. We'll talk about that and then and then we'll jump into our topics for the night. All right. Well, this week Friday, our guest is a talented actor with a new hit show on Hulu. Check out this trailer. Hi, this is Bernardo Badillo, and welcome to the FSF Podcast. Your home for the all nerdy, no dirty interviews with people in our sci-fi and pop culture world. And so that was a, made him say his own name. That's right. Bernardo Badillo. He's a really cool guy. Uh, we had a lot of fun talking with him. So you can check that out this Friday. That'll be on our on our uh, our YouTube channel here, of course, on all of our audio side, wherever you get your favorite audio podcast destinations from. You can find that there. But we talked to Bernardo about, oh, man, about his background, how he got into acting. Uh, his new hit show on Hulu called This Fool, uh, the movie that he put out just a little bit ago with uh, Aubrey um, Plaza, Emily, uh, Emily the Criminal. Emily the yeah. Criminal. Thank you. Yeah, I, I interviewed him back at Sundance for that one. He's a great okay, guy. Cool. Really nice guy. Yeah. yeah, Bernardo is awesome. We talked to him about, you know, being in Sully and practicing, you know, doing, you know, working with the the cops to do the, you know, the jump into the river and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, I just had a really great time with him. He's uh, he's he's got a, a, a depth 
to him about, you know, about his acting and what he's doing, but he's got also has a really good sense of humor and well, just really enjoyed him. He's one of those people that had a lot of life experience prior to yeah. finding acting. So there's a yeah. real person there that you can really, that he's, that you don't feel like there's a front with him. He's just very much. No, exactly. Yeah. I didn't feel at any time, like he was just there to answer questions. Mm-hmm. You know, he was there to have a conversation and then that, that always makes it a little better, right? You know, when you're having the conversation and it's not just somebody going, yes, I did this movie. I'm so happy. Won't you please go watch it? You know? So, <laughs> which always makes it a little more difficult for me because then I'm just like, well, huh? okay. This is going to be fun. So, <laughs> you fake answer. I fake smile. That's the way this works. So, I don't right, think well, enough to fake smile. Mouth, true. All right, well, we let's go ahead and jump. Who's the guy we interviewed the other day? That um, Muppeteer? Andrew oh, Dean Spooner. Andrew yeah. Dean Spooner. I have a feeling he's not going to come back to our show until he gets an apology. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think. It, I don't. Frederick. Yeah, I don't think Fred's jamming us up. Uh, jamming us up that bad but you know i think he, he wouldn't hurt his feelings to get an apology but i think andrew would come back regardless he we had such such fun with andrew uh <laughs> talk about a guy with a fantastic sense of humor so i shared the the clip of him calling my brother out to my other brother this weekend he hadn't seen it yet and oh, he fantastic. literally did a spit take and almost fell off the couch at my mom's house it was fantastic it was Wonderful. it was everything everybody needed in that moment <laughs> I love it. All right. All right. Well, hey, let's jump into our topics for tonight. So we have a couple that we wanted to talk about before we play a little bit of a game. And we're going to see how that goes, because this is our first our first run with it. You know, first runs are always interesting. Mad Libs. True. That was that was rough. That was rough. Not going to lie. That was the change my name, move to a foreign country and pretend I've never done this. No habla inglés. Yes. Uh, All right. So first, let's talk about Andor. I am a big fan of the show Andor. Uh, I have very much enjoyed it so far. But uh, so, not to put you on the spot, Chris, but I want to put you on the spot a little bit. Have you had a chance to watch Andor yet? And if so, what are your thoughts of it? Um, it's the first one of the shows that doesn't feel um, like it was made for UPN. Um, it actually has production value to it. And I'm including Mandalorian in it. That. Um, what, I can't remember the name of the technology they use for the fake backgrounds where they shoot everything on blue screen. Um, oh, yeah. So it makes it, everything feel so cheap. This is the first show that feels worthy of being a Star Wars show to me as far as the scale of it, the feeling of it. And even the story, I think, is kind of fun because it's doing something a little bit different tonally with Star Wars, which is what I was hoping these series would do. Um, and, yeah, I, I would say this is probably my favorite entry into it so far i'd kind of given up on all the star wars shows at this point okay all right that's fair um i would agree with the vast majority of that i, I know I have, people love mandalorian i just i, I, I i'm a i'm a big fan of, of mando and, and the show uh but i will agree that i do think this is the best made best produced show um just everything that's going on the and I, I know that some people are really complaining out, out on the interwebs because nobody can ever be happy with anything anymore uh, about the pacing of the story. It's the best thing about it. I, okay. So, yeah, that's how I feel. I love the fact that we're we're having this slow burn into, into something, that it's not just here it is. Because we know what the eventuality is. We know what Endor's fate is, or Andor's fate. We know what Endor's fate is, too, but, you know. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> she dies at the end. Yeah, exactly. Spoiler alert, Nick. God. Oh, sorry. But yeah, so I mean, that's exactly it, right? We we know what the the fate for Andor is. We know where where this is all heading, and so I like the fact that they're not rushing to the end. That we have a build up to see what his his little bit of his background is and and what's kind of going on. And yeah, I don't know. I just I just kind of dig that. I really hope they kind of throw us a curveball and give us a little bit of the rebels. Um, like I know we're kind of heading that direction, but like the cartoon series, the rebels, I, I, I'd be happy with just a, a after shot or like one of those end credit scenes of like Thrawn or, uh, Who's the kid? Yeah. Yeah, those guys. Ezra. Yeah. Ezra. Ezra. Thank you. <laughs> the brain's not exactly yeah, plugged into it today, is it, Nick? It is not, no. <laughs> He's a puppy. The, I would say this is the first show that doesn't feel like it has too much fan service in it. And I do like that as well. Agreed. Um, where it does feel like somebody is actually trying to do something that's more on a spy thriller in the star Wars universe. And I do appreciate yeah. that about it. And I think if you move too far into the, this isn't what I wanted from this side of things that you can get into trouble really quickly with that oh, stuff. Yeah. and rebels, it, it exists as its own perfect little thing. This will take nothing away from it and trying to copy it or anything else that has existed before um, to me could be a distraction. So I, it, it's the, those kinds of things. There's a delicate balance in those when you try to, pay homage while also servicing the narrative that you're trying to tell. I agree. I, I think one of the things that I like is it, it, like we've said so far is that it's, it's willing to be its own thing mm -hmm. and it's willing to set, it's willing to set the table, not just throw the food on it, you know? And so we're getting this nice buildup and we're getting to a point where, and I, I think, uh, let's see, Dragon Buddy said it right here, that seeing the gray areas that characters both good and willing are evil to enter into is so intriguing. And I believe he's absolutely right, yeah. especially over the last couple of weeks where we're seeing the, the people who are in the Empire and, and the reasons why. Now we're seeing the reasons why the people in the Empire were willing to, you know, come about and turn against them and and work with you know, the, the rebels and, and why the rebels, what, what was going on in their brains and why they were doing what they were doing. And I think that that is such an important part to this story, to the narrative of what's going on that I think a lot of people have overlooked that the people who are complaining about it, it's too slow of a uh, pace and, and too slow of a buildup. I don't think they're catching that, that this is what's going on. They're setting the table. So it, it pays off in the end, I think to me, when you have something that's built up and you have something that's so deeply rooted in character, when they're, when, where, when this heads to where we know it's headed, I think it'll carry so much more weight than when you're trying to just outdo every episode from before and raising the stakes so much that you don't care anymore. It's like, if you have the James Bond opening, the problem with that is that you've had this amazing action sequence at the beginning, but then you're just kind of let down for the next hour and a half till they throw that next set piece at you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. So why are they willing to trade? Why are they willing to trade on the empire right there? Uh, they're yeah. looking forward to seeing a meteor shower. They're, they're, you know, their morale is so low. So yeah, it's, it's a really cool setup. I was thinking too, that uh, with this show, they, it's important to watch the one before it. So like this last week I was watching it and I'm like, 
what is even happening? And then I realized I missed a lot of information <laughs> for the previous episode. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, he so, was text he was texting us in our group chat and he's like, he's like, what in the world is even going on in this show? Why does I don't understand how this is this none of this makes sense. And we're like, did you see this, this, and this? He goes, When was that? We're like, last week. Oh. <laughs> so and I I realized I, I did watch the week before, but it was like on and I was just doing other things, not really actually paying attention to it. So it how far just, in it did was, you get before you realized that there was this black hole of knowledge? Almost all the way through it. No, I, I did get all the way through it. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I didn't realize you got that far into it. That's yeah. awesome. I think we all that that's part of the thing about streaming now. That I'm I'm going to throw it out there as a wild guess that everybody on here has started an episode of a show that you've already watched and not realized that you've already seen this episode until like 15 minutes in. You're like, oh, wait, I know everything that's happening because I watched this a week ago, but I just didn't click until right now. My streaming platform didn't update across multiple devices. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I did that uh, just last week with the new uh, Lord of the Rings Ring of Power show. I was watching the the episode from the week before, and I'm like, this looks really familiar. Why... Is this this is like a really long previously on Lord of the Rings a really long <laughs> intro? I could not understand why it was. And then I was like, "Yeah, I'm an idiot." So, as long as you admit it, well, there yeah, there's worse things I could admit, I suppose. Honestly, so as much as I enjoy listening to you guys, <coughs> I actually haven't watched any of it yet. Like John started, the, John started the first episode, and he's like, "Hey, are you okay with the, with me watching this?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And then I fell asleep. <laughs> I will say it will probably be better to watch it in sections. And that's kind of what I was thinking too. Is like as people talked about how slow the pacing was, and I'm like, I'm gonna wait until I can watch more of it at once, so that I'm not the annoyed person. Yeah, about the pacing of it. In, in all honesty, I think it was really smart of Disney to release it in the first three episodes all at once, because if they would have released just that first episode, um, it would not have been enough, I think, to bring enough people back. It's, that third episode is when everything starts tying together and you start right. seeing where it's headed. It starts clicking. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it just kind of picks up from there. So, yeah, you had they had to put those first three episodes out together. And I'm really glad that they did, because I think. You know, uh, all the people who would have got their panties up in a twist already, you know, about Andor would have been even more twisted and I would have had to hear, hear more about it and I would have had to complain. I'm also okay. struggling with the, there are so many shows all coming out at once that I want to watch that I don't have time to watch all of them. And so it was the, I'm like, Andor is the one that I can, I can wait. I'll wait for that one. Hey, Ro. Ro. Hey, hey everybody. I thought so, I just noticed that you were in there. I'm sorry. I don't know how long you've actually been sitting in there. My bad. No problem. So, I apologize. Well, hey, real quick before we continue on with any of our topics, Ro, why don't you tell everybody about the Scarif Scuttlebutt? Sure. Uh, Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. We talk about. We started talking about only Star Wars, but then our I we we realized that we were nerds of all sorts, so uh, we 
talk about everything, but it's a uh, podcast where we kind of deep dive. Uh, my co-host Shanti and Brad, um, the three of us kind of really pick apart things, concepts, um, and not just your usual, oh, what's your favorite ship or who's your favorite uh, character, but we go into the concept of of a lot of the science fiction and fantasy that we like to watch and really dive deep and, and uh you know, and you know, we, we sit there and, and, and think about stuff and uh, talk about it. Excellent. Where can everybody find your show? Where's a good place to look? You can find our show wherever you find your other favorite podcasts. We are available everywhere. Uh, you can also check out red5network.com, the number five, and uh, we'll, we're there along with a whole bunch of other nerds. Excellent. All right. Fantastic. And just real quick hi, Lunar Girl. Thanks for coming on. So, yeah, so we've been talking about Andor for the last couple minutes. I think you could hear yeah, that yeah, back yeah. in the green room. So what are your thoughts on Andor? Um, I agree w- with what Chris was saying. I caught uh, a little bit of that. And I think um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is probably uh, one of the best Star Wars we've had in a really long time for various reasons. I, too, um, was I think at first I was very impressed with the stagecraft volume technology because it was you know star wars is always on the cutting edge of of technology when it comes to filmmaking and george has been trying to do star wars on the small screen forever we finally got it but it kind of looks a little weird i think our eyes have been trained now to uh to spot those things and you can plainly see the difference between the cinematic scope that we get in Andor versus the, it looks like it was shot in a closet, um, even Obi-Wan a little bit, um, and, uh, you know, Mandalorian. Although the Mandalorian is great, I think um, book, book, the book of Boba Fett, you can really tell that they were on this stage. <laughs> and it's like really... It's it's freaky. It's it, it it melts my brain how different they are. Yeah, very good. Yeah, we're um, I think we're all pretty much on the same page here that that Andor is is the best Star Wars show in in quite a while. Um, even as much as I have loved and enjoyed uh, Mandalorian, and I did enjoy parts of Boba Fett. I had issues with parts of Boba Fett, um, but. Nothing, nothing worth me getting excited about, and nothing that was going to keep me or prevent me from watching the next week with my bowl of popcorn, like a like a nine year old. So uh, sitting there going, "Whoo, Star Wars!" You know. Yeah. Um, John, these are the type of comments that get you fired. <laughs> I love that. I would apologize, but I stopped doing that years ago. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, Dragon Buddy, no, no. We'll give him a we'll give him a pass. He's special. We'll give him, there we go. <laughs> I was thinking they could totally redo the holiday special, but like make it better. They did. They did it with, <laughs> they did, they did it with Legos. Yeah. Which was in some ways better. Which is exactly which is in some ways better, but it still sucks. So uh, you know, it is it's what better, it is. It's Lego. Exactly. All right, let's let's keep moving on here. Uh, she Hulk. So that was the next thing I was hoping we could have a chance to talk about here, especially because of the the last couple episodes have really started to to build up to a crescendo, whatever the season ending is going to be. I think we kind of starting to feel where it's going. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on She-Hulk? How do you feel about it? I love it. Okay. But, I mean, I, I didn't have the... <laughs> 
Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Anywho. Like the, ch the, the chats always seem to be a show on their own. They are. They really are. <laughs> it's half the fun. They really are. So I, I have very limited comic book knowledge. So I very much am enjoying She-Hulk. I know that there's people who have issues with it for many reasons. Um, but going from I don't have a lot of comic book knowledge to the holy crap, it's Daredevil. Um, I'm quite happy. Holy crap, she's doing stuff with Daredevil. Uh, yeah. Um, Which, I mean, I know there's a lot of people who had issues with that, but at the same time, you know, it's girl's prerogative. Hey, no worries there. So, hey guys, it's Nate. Hi, Nate. What? <laughs> Nobody knows Nate. Nobody knows. We don't know who Nate is, but yeah, I I have uh, I don't have a depth of knowledge when it comes to uh, She Hulk either. So my knowledge of She Hulk was honestly from using her as a character in video games, you know, and playing playing uh, her as that. I never really read the She Hulk comics, so my knowledge of her was that uh, she was a Hulk. She was green, and she had a purple and white suit. That was the level of expectations I went into this show with. Did you know she was a lawyer prior to this show? I had no clue. Zero. <laughs> Zilch. I do like uh, that they were making it a lawyer show. Um, love that. And I oh, do kind of okay. like the shorter uh, sitcom -y type feel to it as well. John's got a point there. He is. Yeah, that's very true. See, I like the shorter sitcom -y sort of feel because it's almost like a comic book Parks and Rec. And I love that. Right. I absolutely love that. I I love the fourth wall breaks. Am super annoyed at how short they are and how long the credits are, and then there's no <laughs> credits. The I fact know, that usually... Marvel knows that we're gonna sit there and watch it, and right. then they just, like are laughing at us with the I didn't put anything in there this time. You know what? I usually skip. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who cares about Atlanta production? Right. I don't right? care who dubbed it into Portuguese. I don't speak Portuguese. Jason's still not wrong. It, it is very much Ali McBeal superhero. Oh, yeah, um, yeah it, it's basically what it is. And Daredevil gets around. Yeah, he does. The, uh, there's enough self-serious Marvel out there that it's nice to have a show that doesn't take itself seriously or the whole history of the show or all mm -hmm. of the absurd yeah. crap that has happened in the Marvel universe that it kind of makes fun of itself and all the stuff that happens around it. Right. Through this like sort of monster of the week, LA law, whatever. Thing that's happening here that it's you could in a way it has the overall mythology it's a buffy thing where it has the overall right. mythology mm -hmm. moving forward but it's also has a monster of the week element to it and it's yeah. i think you could watch this with having deep knowledge of marvel and still enjoy it or if you <clears throat> don't know anything you could still get a lot out of the show it's really nice in that way. i and think I marvel too has always been self um aware of you know even oh, from the beginning it's, it's not always in the movies though the, the movies well, are... yeah, the movies are, but sometimes there are character moments that you can tell that it's like, eh, they're giving you kind of like a little nudge, nudge, you know? Not, um, not, the, not the fan base either, but, you know. A, li a little bit, though, <laughs> the, the, the stakes of those movies are elevated to such a level right. that there's sure. never just like an interpersonal drama, something that it's always has to be the whole world is about right. to blow up. Literally a world will blow up if we don't get this right. And if you do that every 22 times in, it's hard to like to really care as much. And that's why I like right. the, yeah. the Waitiki versions of it, I think are a lot more fun I, I for love, me. 
than I love Dicky stuff. Yeah, yeah, or Dicky. Yeah, it's just the way he does his movies, and just yeah, it's just I really like. I loved the movie Love and Thunder. I know that a lot of people didn't really I care for that. Too. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was really well done. I thought it had comedy at just the right points. I thought you know there was comedy to break the tension in areas where there might have been tension. You know, I also that's the same reason why I loved Ragnarok. I thought it was mm-hmm. you know, you know that it was really really well done but yeah and that's the thing is i like the i like the funnier stuff i like the the not taking itself so seriously i mean having a a serious superhero movie sure that's great but at some point too i want the stupid jokes like that's one of the things that i love about deadpool is you get the in your face stupid jokes and i'm watching a movie to be entertained not to be on the edge of my seat with the oh my gosh the world's all gonna die oh wait no they're superheroes they're gonna save it again i want dancing baby group dancing baby group. chris by five yeah there's <laughs> there's there's a lot of things about those type of movies where i appreciate the seriousness but i i i like comedy i like being able to laugh i love the fact that some of these movies aren't taking themselves so seriously Mm -hmm. and i got to put this back up on the screen just for a half a second because it very much amused me john wants to see the justice league done in the style of office uh, or parks and rec now preferably the dc animated universe and the old batman the animated series style that would be i i would i would sign up for that Mm-hmm. Um, that might be the smartest thing that that DC has done in a while because we all know that that is just a dumpster fire of dumpster fires over there right now. So, well, um, the animated stuff is is pretty good, but the yeah. live action stuff is like, oh, the, the animated stuff has always been top shelf. Oh yeah, DC animation has always been right there. They've always they've always killed it. It's always been really good. It's the uh, when they get into the live action and they can't figure out, you know, how to make this movie talk to this movie, but talk to this movie, but they're all going to be part of this whole movie over here. And, you know, things just don't line up or make sense. So as a, as a typical thing too, I don't like how, how visibly dark DC movies are. I can't see the movie. I don't want to have to bump my screen brightness up all the way to be able to see it. The uh, I think I think that started changing with Aquaman a little bit, where they actually discovered a new color palette. And right, you know, if, yeah. you're going, if you're going the DC versus Marvel thing, the color palette on up until very recently in Marvel has been very flat. They had a house style that was mm-hmm. first of what the first fifteen movies or so that was yeah. pretty dull to look at after a while. But um, the the DC movies that are kind of on their own and not part of the bigger thing, they, the standalone movies really work. It's just when they start teaming everybody up, it just it all falls apart for me. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm gonna film myself in a DC movie uh, like the Batman real quick. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. How does that look? That's dark. Well, you, you have right to do, you have to and, do your your uh, gravelly voice. Now. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. We get it up okay. there. Let's see. Yeah, and so I really enjoyed the the movie <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) that's hilarious i'm gonna um i'm gonna get on the other side because i i get uh made fun of from my people that uh i don't like comedy for the most part in my science fiction and superhero and stuff um i didn't enjoy love and thunder because it was too comedic for me um 
I uh, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons I love Andor because it's so like serious and dark and and you know it's uh, adult and and all that stuff. I'm I'm not. Uh, I don't know. Just something about, um, you know, the Batman was was great for me. Um, I don't know. I, I like dark and moody. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, enough already. But I, that's just my jam. I, I like uh, I like that stuff. And that's one of the biggest reasons I really cannot. And I've tried really cannot get into the Orville um, <laughs> because of that. I've had a problem with the Orville myself. I'm I'm still stuck in season one, and then I forget what's going on. I have to go back, and I feel like I need to oh God, to yeah. restart at, at episode one, and I'm having a hard time <laughs> not wait. I my problem is I'm waiting for Peter Griffin to pop out of the closet. Exactly, stupid. <laughs> Every time I see, you know, I, I I mentioned that I tried um, the Orville twice, and every time I see what's his name, I expect to hear, you know, I expect Stewie to come out. <laughs> mommy, mommy. Mommy, mommy. You bastard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was my uh, tone for a long time when I call her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another time she'd answer her phone. What? <laughs> You're welcome. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Nathan says, we need Batman Beyond by Christopher Nolan. I would watch that. Yeah. I would watch that. Uh, he goes, you all, you can see Sajan. I can't talk. <laughs> that guy. You Shazam can see that right? guy. Yeah. Shazam. Yes, that one. Well, Ooh. they filmed that mostly outdoors. That's why, Jason. But for, um, that's a pretty, like, I watched that with my, at the time, I guess he was 10 years old. And that movie gets pretty dark for a Shazam movie. If you think of, like, yeah. the boardroom scene and those kinds of things, it's actually gets a little bit rougher than uh, I would have expected a Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> you can see Shazam. I just don't recommend looking at it. Nice, Dragon Buddy. I approve. That's all right. All right, let's see. Uh, General, Con Ch is it Chanobi? Shinobi. General, General Shinobi. Shinobi. Yeah, hello. First time you're supporting my Scarif Scuttle Book Podcast. Nice. <laughs> She's well, my co host. Well, Glad to have you here. Yay. You can come back anytime. We'll allow you. Uh, yes. All right. So that's, that's what uh, I tell her. Yeah. Can I just <laughs> yeah. say, too, with She Hulk, with. Oh, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yes, that's what we were talking about. With the fourth wall breaks, with the the comedy and the everything about it, the announcement video from Ryan Reynolds about Deadpool 3 yes, please. just made me that much more excited because seeing Ryan Reynolds sort of humor in She-Hulk... I'm like, okay, so this is this is gonna go well. It's gonna be good. And then Hugh Jackman. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. no, we do not hate Galaxy Quest. Galaxy yeah. Quest is a wonderful movie. That might be addressed to me since I have no joy <laughs> joy in my life. <laughs> Spaceballs like made him cry because it was an awesome movie. That's why it made him cry. Oh, it was a wonderful movie, fantastic in many ways. I, uh, I am curious though. Did you did you like that or Spaceballs or no 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 no, no. Galaxy Quest uh, Galaxy Quest or was that? Yeah, I I remember watching it. I don't remember a lot of it because it's like. To me, it's like okay, it's a comedy, ha ha ha. Okay, next. So it's not it's not something that like I, that yep. I'm like really into. I agree yeah. with the dragon buddy. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I might have to go back and watch movie. Galaxy Quest. I know I liked it. Oh, I just you know, it, it's just nothing that that I'm gonna you know devote my life like I did Star Wars, as you can see behind well, me. <laughs> but well, I could um, watch yeah. Alan Rickman read a phone book. That dude, yeah. sure, just, yeah. Well, here's here's the best thing about it is that. So a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, if you like uh, Galaxy Quest, you'll like Orville. And that, that's not true. Uh, the the Galax Galaxy Quest is a completely separate 
entity. It's 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 its whole thing, and it's not trying to be Star Trek. It's trying to make fun of Star Trek, and I think that's really where you have to look at it. And you know, then it, the movie takes on a whole life of its own after a couple minutes in, and then it, it, you know, it's not making fun of Star Trek anymore because now it's in the middle of a Star Trek episode. And does so, it really well? And does it really really well? Exactly. Uh, getting back, this is an older comment. I'm, we have so many comments. I'm having a struggling to kind of keep up here tonight. I love this. We got people watching. That's a, it's a good problem to have. I love this. Uh, Jason Taylor said, I love the Batman. Actually, I really enjoyed the Batman as well. Uh, I would, I kind of hoping that they, I want to see a movie where Batman and Catwoman or, you know, after Catwoman goes left and Batman goes right. I don't really care what Batman does anymore, but I want to kind of see what happens with Catwoman. Uh, yes. after she goes left. Yes. <laughs> I was not expecting how long the Batman was going to be. And like Ooh. halfway through the movie, I'm like, it didn't feel long. Barely to me. scratched the surface. Yeah, it, it didn't feel long <laughs> to me. Halfway through the movie, I was like, God, I, I'll just, I got to pee. I'll hold it. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, yeah, this is a three hour movie. <laughs> that is also like part the... of my struggle with the DC movies is the I can't sit still that long. I'm. Nope. Because I you have a small bladder? That. No, I have a, I have a four-year-old. <laughs> and it's right. the movies like this I can watch after she goes to bed. But then it's the she goes to bed at 7.30 or 8. <laughs> I've only got a couple hours before I'm unconscious, too. Because she's up at 6. Like, right. <sighs> just think of the Batman as a three-part limited series and just stop right. at an hour each time and then you'll do it. You'll be a, you would still have the same experience where you'd watch the first hour then you'd watch it for another two and you'd be like, oh yeah, Paul Dano's in this movie. You just like completely <laughs> forget because of how much time you spend yeah. between. There's literally a movie in between his scenes. And conversely, I'm really enjoying She-Hulk, oddly enough. And I think um, I think one of the biggest reasons I think is that, uh, what's her name? Tatiana Maslany. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's just drawing me in. I love the way she's portraying the character. And, um, you know, there's I think the the episode where they were in a circle together in therapy was a little uh, goofy for me. But the following episode was great. Um, it, it, I think I I zoned off after a few episodes because I was watching something else. But once I got back into it, um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying I, I, I must love green women. Really nice. <laughs> really nice. You you and Captain Kirk both. Right. Exactly. <laughs> my only other my only real complaint about Yoda. Hulk, which is a stupid complaint, and if you're talking about green women, it would be Yaddle. Um, no, Yoda had a thing for green women. He, that would be Yaddle. <laughs> my only other complaint is that when when Jennifer goes from Jennifer Walters to She Hulk, that they straighten her hair. That is just stupid to me. It's the why does the hulking have anything to do with her hair? I love the things that we get caught up on. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and you can kind of explain it away. The chemical reaction of the whatever it goes in there. I mean, people straighten oh, their hair all the time. Night, I don't would that, know. Would that really give her that beautiful blowout, though? Like, <laughs> as somebody with curly is that what, hair. Is that what that's called? Yes, it's called a blowout. Yeah. Yeah. With somebody, as somebody all right, with cool. I learned something hair, today. If you don't have the, the conditions exactly right, it's a giant frizz ball. It's not better looking. Look, I wear baseball caps 90% of my day. So, you know, uh, the chances of me knowing what a hair term is other than gel or mousse, you know. 
your wife and daughter are disappointed in you. Probably so, but uh, for other reasons. So it's just adding to the list. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they love your 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 TARDIS hoodie there. It's very comfortable. So, yeah, I've been I've been very impressed with uh, with She Hulk. I do like the fact that they brought Daredevil in. I do think her best friend's uh, a bad guy. I think she's a bad guy. I think she's working with Intelligentsia, and uh, I love that coffee. Yeah, I think she's going to take a that she's going. Yes, Jason, I know it's a football hat. The fact that you know what a sports ball team hat looks like is impressive, though. Well, it's just because it's the Lions, and everybody knows what the Lions logo looks like because we laugh at it. Well, not outside oh. of Michigan, it doesn't carry that much weight, guys. Just so you know, we don't. Well, oh yeah, we're well aware. Outside of Michigan, it was just the oh, hey, we're gonna win today. Look, we're we're playing the Lions. We have a guaranteed win. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> New England ha- must have saw us coming because twenty nine nothing. That's another topic I don't want to cry on screen. Um, but yeah, I love this. She Hulk looking like a glamour shot. <laughs> yes. Yes. Give me more. Uh. Also, it's completely impractical <laughs> for a superhero to have long, flowy, luxurious hair like that. It's just, it's just easier to grab. And you know, I mean, Thor got there first. If we're being honest, <laughs> nobody. I did think Thor's hair. Well, it's true. I did think it was pretty impressive, though. That, or was I should say, impressive. I thought it was cool that they gave a, a nod back to the comic book suit for her. It wasn't mm-hmm. exactly the same as what it was. Well, at least what I remember seeing in video game and the the comics that i have seen i mean i didn't read them i saw them but you know um you know (laughs) but yeah i thought it was pretty cool they came back with a purple and white suit so maybe she's born with it maybe it's gamma radiation (laughs) 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 that's 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 fantastic uh and on that to be point, fair, Detroit was just told they had an NFL team for participation. Nice. I thought it was a, yeah, it was a blue cat, but yeah. So, all right, well, very good. So, the, yeah, those are the couple of things that that we've been talking about in, in amongst ourselves in our our own little chat for our, our group chat for our podcast, talking about She Hulk. We've been talking about Andor. We've also been talking about Lord of the Rings, Ring of Power. Uh, but we're running kind of tight on time, so I don't think we're going to hit that tonight because that's a that's a whole different can of worms. But what I thought we'd do, because we said we were going to do it, let's uh, let's take a few minutes and play pick two. I thought you know I'd come up with some really cool theme music and everything, and then I got distracted with the internet and video games, <laughs> so that didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> he picked two, all right. Yeah, One I of picked them was two. Not the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them were the podcast, if we're being honest, uh, at that point. But uh, yeah, I was. PUBG was way more fun at that point. Just saying. All right, so um, so the the premise of pick two is that each of us have picked a universe uh, that we're going to pick two people to defend and two people to attack. And they don't all have to be from the same universe. They can be Marvel, DC, video games, uh, from novels, uh, you know. But, you know, just know that we most likely can and will pick on your picks. So that's probably going to happen at some point, especially from Nick. So anyway, I just say that because I like to pick on Nick and he likes to put up with it. So really at least like I think he does. So we'll we'll start with our guests. Uh, Ro, let's start yeah. with you. Let's see let's see what your picks are. Um, what what universe are we in? Uh, we are in the Willow universe. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. 
waving around some magic dust and then all of a sudden <laughs> gets attacked by um let's see it gets attacked by and i have to pick two things that it, that it gets attacked by yeah yeah two bad guys two th bad things um the guy the the guy from the minions grew yes okay he's in that world i don't know why but he's attacking and then okay. another and another bad guy yep probably dr doom because I really would love to see Gru and, and Dr. Doom like argue about stuff about, you know, what plan they're going to, I don't know, unleash on this world. I think that'd be hilarious. Considering your personal taste, is this going to be a dark and gritty version of Gru where he's like grayscaled or something? <laughs> Absolutely. Why <Okay>. not? <laughs> All right. And uh, who's defending your universe? Um, who's defending my universe? I think, um, um, Marty and Doc from Back to the Future. Ooh. Nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Grew and Doom. I actually I have a, I have a comic book artist friend of mine. I'm, I might actually have him do some doodles of that. <laughs> do they get to wear matching t-shirts that just say groom on them? <laughs> I'm with, I'm, I'm with him. Yeah. I'm with stupid arrows pointing the other way. But they always yeah. point the opposite direction. Yes. <laughs> no, no matter where they stand. Exactly. Yeah. Very good. All right. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'm actually kind of curious. I kind of want to see Gru and Doom now. And <laughs> your it, it are way more they fun sound than mine. great together. And you said like the Benefer name Groom is just kind of rolls really well. Mm -hmm. so, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. And people right. will ship them and call them groom. Exactly. Right. But now that yes. you say it, then they're evildoers in tuxedos. Yes. And I keep expecting for like, you know, Gru to stand over somebody and be like, you just got groomed, you know, and like kind of wiggle his butt. And, <laughs> and I'm totally picturing a reveal where they both have the Doom helmet on, like two guys in tuxedos. They both have that on. One's a little bit taller than the other. And then he takes off the helmet and reveals one of them underneath is actually Gru. <laughs> I want to find out how they got to that point. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Hey, good picks, Ro. All right. No, thanks. All right, Chris, tell us what you got. What's your universe? Um, my universe would be Blade Runner because I like everything dark and <laughs> much like how you like, you hate those uh, DC films. I like things dark and rainy with lots of umbrellas. So just a lot of atmosphere in that world. All right. Uh, so Irish. Do you want it. to start with the people that are defending it or attacking it? Either way. I don't care. For attacking it, I wanted to have Randall Flagg, the walking dude, attacking okay. this world. Uh, from are you familiar with Stephen King, this character at all? Yeah. Anybody know? A little is? bit, not real, not real well, but um, essentially, it's the devil, and so okay. he's a character that will enter your thoughts through dreams. He can convince you that. Um, promise the world to you. You can find out what your deepest desires are, give them to you, but it's ultimately to do his bidding. And so he corrupts gotcha. people. Okay. Um, the, and I picture him just kind of walking long black trench coat with the crow, you know, like landing on top of the umbrella in the background. It feels very moody. And so if I have a big city scene like that, I obviously need something to juxtapose with that. And who would be the perfect sidekick for the walking dude or Randall Flack? And I think that would be the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. 
So, you know, if I'm walking in between skyscrapers, that's what I'm picturing. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> so, you guys are picks are way more fun than mine. I now, for the people that are defending, um, I would say I would want, because again, going into the city theme, and when I think of a city, I, I, this reference point might be a little bit off for this crowd, but Snake Bliskin, um, Escape from New York. Yes. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. I feel like if there's a hellscape dystopia, you need somebody that can look up at the uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man with the appropriate amount of irony. That would be Kurt Russell. So that, that's who I want. In that yes, they fits perfectly. Then for the person who will actually be the heart of the story, the person who's there to defend it and really um, the people who you, the person who you want to defend civilization. Again, I think that this isn't a very, it's a new character, one that you might not be familiar with, but if you guys have seen uh, Prey, the latest Predator film. Yes. Um, in that, there's Naru, who is the woman in colonial times, pre-colonial times, who essentially defeats the Predator with a spear. Um, and if that's not badass enough, the actress's name that plays her is Amber Mid Thunder. So, yes. I mean, that that you don't get more of a badass name than that. I mean, no, she's you know. one of the rare people. The actress's name is more intimidating than the character's <laughs> name. <laughs> Agreed. So there you go. That's that's my universe. That's good. Yeah, those are good. All right, Nick. Since you're the originator of this, uh, so just so you guys are clear, the way this all started off is at the end of our interviews, uh, especially when we were in, when we were interviewing like voiceover characters or people who had done a lot of nerdy type of stuff. Um, Nick would ask a question, you know, well, hey, we have our, our Facebook group with over 206,000 members and it's got, you know, it's just full of memes. This universe mixed with this, with that. And, you know, so out of your characters, what two would, would you like to come together? You know, and that's how this all started. And I thought, man, that may be a fun, it's something that we could do to take into the live show. It might be a little fun to to try. So that's why we're doing this tonight. But now you get to hear all our picks and, and hear, you guys did really good and I'm afraid that I didn't do it. <laughs> So <laughs> I might have been too serious with this. Go ahead, Nick. So the universe I picked is a universe you would kind of think of like sunshine and like happy-go-lucky kind of thing. Um, was the Mario universe, like the Super Mario Brothers type. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the video game, not the 90s movie. Um, and then Thank the... You. <laughs> uh, and it would be attacked by Smog the Dragon from The Hobbit. And I was thinking I could go with a Pokemon, but then I was like, no, nah, they, they wouldn't really, I don't know, they would almost fit into that universe. So I'm actually going to change it to uh, St. Dane from a book series called uh, Pendragon, a journal of an adventure through time and space. He was okay. like, one of my favorite bad guys or villains in a book series. And there, there came a point in the books where you're like, I think I agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just one of those like highly manipulative people. So you'd have the power of smog decimating things. And then someone who's actually smart as a villain behind things. But then, right. I was thinking those who would defend it, I think it would be fun to have Captain Reynolds from Firefly and okay. Arthur Dent from Hitchhiker's, uh, Guide. Hitchhiker's Guide. Okay. Uh, kind of the exact opposites of our villains mm -hmm. who are 
slightly destructive, but at the same time, maybe not as smart and a little more foolish. So I figured that would be a fun combination and see where it goes from there. All right. Nice. Good picks. All right, Kathleen. What you got? <laughs> so my universe is the Inside Out movie, specifically inside of Riley's head. Because oh okay. why not? Sure. It is being attacked by Caillou and Peppa Pig. <laughs> it's Caillou. a true story, actually. It really is. It really is. <laughs> However, I think she'll be okay because she is being defended by Andy Dwyer and April Ludgate. <laughs> <laughs> Rat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Caillou and Peppa Pig. Yeah, oh. if you don't have if you don't have kids, you probably don't know who Caillou and Peppa Pig. They're oh. yeah, no. I totally yeah, see, there you go. Your girl gets it. Caillou oh, and Peppa yeah. Pig are banned hey. shows in our house. My daughter is not allowed to watch them. <laughs> no, that's completely wow. legitimate. Well, I lost so much, sticker, so much but... hate for Caillou. Oh yeah. He's so obnoxious. In in five oh, years, it'll be a podcast talking about Coco Melon. So it's just it all it's all cyclical. Yeah. Uh, there, we we did the uh, uh, Monroe Pop Fest just a couple weeks back, and uh, one of the I don't remember her name, but both Kathleen and I bought some stuff from this lady, mm -hmm. and one of the things that I bought and I and I cannot find it, and I'm very disappointed. But it was Caillou with horns, and it said "Kill you," uh, and it was just the, this perfect, perfect image. And uh, first I said "Kaiju," no, no, not Kaiju. Uh, <laughs> Row, you have no clear clue. There it is, clue. I know Caillou. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I also figured too that with Andy and April being Andy and April, April is going to go full scary on Caillou and Peppa, and then. They're going to have a roast pig, Aye. which will just make Andy so happy that he'll have a happy, he'll have, he'll have bacon. He'll, he'll write a song about it. Yes. You, you mentioned Caillou with horns, and I thought you were going to say Caillou as a, uh, um, a variant of Loki. That would be awesome. That would be hilarious. But And now I'm going to draw that. Jot down I mean, some notes here. I mean, it I mean, it could. I also yes. figure that yeah. Andy and April, since Joy is already Joy the Emotion in Inside Out, is voiced by Amy Poehler, it would be fantastic to add a third Parks and Rec in there. Also, I felt like it was kind of like a, it was a weird metaphor for puberty, too. Like, you go from the stupid little kids' shows to then April and Andy. <laughs> Guys, you yeah. Know realize that kids shows are kind of awful and there are bigger and better things yes absolutely uh, april and andy from parks and rec yeah yep. taking down caillou and peppa pig he grew up without him on the carry i definitely did not so yeah uh <laughs> all right they love there we go yeah get Yay. some get some good some good fight back there uh <laughs> Burt Macklin and Janet Snakehole would wreck that yes. in the pig. <laughs> yes, they would. <laughs> I can also just imagine April trying to out sad sadness. Yeah. Yeah. She'd win. She would. She would. So, yeah. Yay, good. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good pick. 
All right, so uh, here we go. These are my uh, underwhelming picks. You guys all <laughs> killed this. And prepare for the suck, because here it comes. All right, so um, my... <laughs> He's not wrong. I was going to go into my picks, but he's not wrong. Uh, as a fellow Gen Xer, I completely agree. Yeah, that kid needed less time out in the corner. A little more wooden spoon, maybe. Anyway. He was uh, bald forever. I think he had leukemia or something. Leave him alone, guys. Please. <laughs> like yeah, Charlie that's... Brown. He's got no hair. There's a reason for it. Parents keep shaving his head. Wouldn't listen. All right, so... All right, so my universe that will need to be defended is actually Earth, but it's Earth from Firefly uh, being governed by the Alliance. So, um, which, uh, you know, they, they leave the Earth and they're going out, of course, at all the other planets, and the Alliance is just a bunch of big jerks. Anyway, so attacking would be, and I thought, you know, to go to be part of the Alliance and going out and attacking all these different places, we would need two really rich bad guys who have access to whatever and however, and who, you know, really on the bad guy side of things is really richer than Kingpin and Lex Luthor. Mm. So I thought between the minions and Lex Luthor with his really cool super suit and, you know, and all these other things, and Kingpin can just take one heck of a butt whooping that, uh, you know, I thought that those would be good bad guys together. Um, so, uh, <laughs> no, he didn't have leukemia. He's just a bad kid. The bald kid has Munchausen by proxy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Ro, that's a lie perpetuated by Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so... And then I thought, well, I got to have somebody who will be able to withstand the Alliance, be able to withstand Kingpin and everything that he's going to throw at him, Lex Luthor and his suit and everything. So we really need guys who can take a beating. And even if they were to lose a hand, they'd be very impressed with how big things feel in that tiny little hand. Um, so Deadpool and Wolverine. We're going to be my my defenders because not only would they be able to, you know, if they needed to get beat up pretty good and, and then regenerate and, and come back. But the humor. Because I, I may have watched a, I, I may have watched the trailer announcement uh, from Ryan Reynolds right before I, I, I did this. So, yeah. Uh, and I was like, yeah, it's good, definitely going to be Deadpool. Definitely going to be Wolverine. And uh, yeah. I, I cannot wait to see those guys on screen. And yes, Deadpool and Wolverine, the ultimate duo. I thought so too. Um, so yeah, not as not as cool as, and fun as some of the other picks you guys made, because frankly, uh, those are fantastic. But that's where my that's where my brain went with this. And this is why we put our guests on the spot and don't let Tim answer these questions. So, <laughs> all right. So hey, we're a couple minutes over our time here. We usually only go for about an hour. And uh, yes, General Shinobi, yes, Deadpool, Deadpool 3 is going to be great. Mm -hmm. Looking very much forward to that. Thank you to everybody in the comments that came in. Just real quick, uh, Ro, remind everybody where they can find uh, your show. 
my show can be found anywhere, but I encourage everybody to check out the Red Five Network shows. Uh, just look for the hashtag We Are Red Five or Red Five Family. We have over 40 shows that uh, lots of shenanigans, lots of live content, lots of podcasts. Uh, we're just a bunch of fun idiots doing our thing. Excellent. And Chris, do the same for your show, please. Sure. Uh, first, just thank you all for having me. I really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. But um, oh, if you actually heard this and want to hear my voice again for some odd reason, um, <laughs> you can go to followingfilms.com and find my podcast uh, there. Basically, like I was saying in the beginning, lots of indie movies. Think of it as a weekly recommendation for something off the beaten path. Excellent. Well, yeah. Awesome. Ah. Well, thank you and welcome to our two new subscribers. I appreciate it. <laughs> Don't forget to check out Level Up Lightsabers. You can find that uh, link up there in the comments. Go buy a lightsaber. <laughs> These guys are awesome. And if you want, go buy us coffee. Subscribe yeah, exactly. to buy us lots of coffees. Exactly. It's all up there in the comments, and you guys can find it there. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you, Ro, for coming. Uh, we had a great time with you guys. This was uh, a lot of fun, and uh, you guys are more than welcome to come back anytime you like. Uh, a lot of fun. And thank you guys to everybody who was in the comments. Made for a very fun show to have that much um, that much uh, interaction uh, with 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 the the comments and and everything. You guys added a lot to the show, so very very fun, very good time. And for, again, this upcoming Friday, please don't forget to check out Bernardo Badillo. We have him coming on the show, and uh, we're going to have a uh, it's a really good interview with him talking about uh, Emily the criminal and his other show, This Fool on Hulu. So check that out. Uh, good times. All right, guys, that's going to do it here for us at the FSF podcast. Goodbye. Ciao. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF podcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSF podcast or go to www.fsfpopcast.com and click on the contact link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank <laughs> you.